Welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast with your host, Brian Hill, County Executive of Fairfax County, Virginia. Connect with County Leaders gives listeners the opportunity to hear County Executive Hill discussing the county's opportunities, priorities, and issues with leaders from around the county. Hello and welcome to the Connect with County Leaders podcast. I'm Brian Hill, Fairfax County Executive, and I'm excited to be able to bring you this podcast where we will connect with leaders from across Fairfax County, including businesses, government, community, cultural leaders, and more. As we move into 2023, we look forward to bringing you a podcast each month. We can also tell you that this podcast can now be found on the county's YouTube channel. Northern Virginia is the economic engine for the Commonwealth and at the heart of the region. Fairfax County continues to be a pillar of economic stability and resilience. Due to the diversity of our business base, significant government contracting, and a strong equity investment activity. That is why I'm so excited to have my first guest, Victor Hoskins, President and CEO of the Fairfax County Economic Development Authority. I'm excited to chat with Victor about what's happening in the businesses across the county as well as what's new with the EDA. Victor, welcome to our podcast. You're the first guest. How are you doing today? Brian, I am doing fantastic. Hey, it's always a great day in Fairfax County. It's always a great day in Fairfax always County? Always a great day in Fairfax See, County. See, there was a time when you told me, how you doing, Brian? It's always a great day when I wake up. <laughs> you should it. tell me that. Well, it's both. It's both. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure. Because, I'm here with you right now. Hey, look, if I could ever be... The exalted Victor Hoskins, I would be that. I'm growing to be you. I'm expiring to be you, sir. Uh, but I do thank you. The residents thank you. The Board of Supervisors thank you with all the hard work you have done and your team. And your team is growing to go into areas that are a little bit different, a little bit emerging. Mm-hmm. And we've had a couple conversations about that. Yes, we have. And give us your perspective on where we are headed in Fairfax County. And what you might need from people like me to help you, because that's all I can do is help. But you are the leader of economic diversity, inclusion. The Economic Authority has done a great job. So tell us what you got on your mind. Well, uh, first of all, Brian, I want to thank you and, and the Board of Supervisors for all of your support. I mean, without you guys, we couldn't do anything. Um, you provide the policies that we follow, you give us guidance, and um, you give us funding. And all of that makes a lot of difference uh, because we are competing against a lot of jurisdictions around the country. Um, where we are right now is we're so far away from where we were April 2020. I mean, I, I just think of April 2020. Unemployment rates shot to over 10%. Yeah. Um, well, unemployment rates now down to 2.2%. Right. Um, we have a record number of employer um, companies. Um, companies that actually have a payroll with staff on it, 41,000 now. Mm-hmm. Um, when I got here um, about three and a half years ago, we were at about 35,000. So we actually are above the number that we were before the pandemic. So it's a record number, and, th- and that's very exciting. Um, but I think one of the most thrilling things is the diversification that we've seen in the economy. Um, our economy is $128 billion in terms of GDP Correct. annually in Fairfax County. We represent... Um, Probably, well, we are the the, the largest and the strongest uh, in the state. And about a third of all the jobs in the state are generated in Northern Virginia. And where we're headed is in a more diverse approach to 
our technology, mm-hmm. um, and also to our industries. I mean, if you look at what's happened recently, um, Hilton, for example, resigned, which we were very pleased yeah, about. We are. Thank yeah. you, so, thank you so much for your help, and, and thank the, the the county supervisors for their help, um, and making sure that we secured that and um, and and got what they needed. Um, but that is a that's kind of a bellwether. I mean, they came over. That's a construction company, and it's a construction group, and they're looking at Northern Virginia as opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's why they're expanding here. Um, before that, I mean, you think of all the companies in the last three and a half years that have announced Microsoft with their research and development, Blue Origin, mm-hmm. um, aerospace, um, you know, the expansion of Hawkeye 360, which is a satellite construction company uh, out there in, rest, in, um, in Herndon. These companies are really kind of setting the pace for where we're going. Um, and that's what I find very exciting. Well, I, I find that exciting as well. And Hilton re-upping is awesome. Oh, yes, absolutely. Right? But Clark Construction, you and I worked on Clark Construction mm-hmm. together. Uh, the president of Clark Construction is Robbie Moser, who still con- contacts me from time to time. Whenever I'm in Tyson's, I look at that sign and say, wow, that's a big sign. <laughs> you know? I mean, our, our conversation with Mr. Moser on that sign, we're like, I said, Robbie, that's a really big sign. <laughs> We'll try and get this done for you. And he was very judicious in his mm-hmm. concepts, and he wanted to move forward. We got him into Tyson's. Mm-hmm. Clark Construction is all over this region. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you drive, you see Clark Construction signs. So that is a testament to you and your team. Mm-hmm. And thanking you, I'm going to thank you ahead of time, since I've known Mr. Moser for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And I am the proud recipient of the last A.J. Clark School. That's right. That's that. right. That's so, right. So, we go back many, many years, and the way you're able to blend us into when you need us mm-hmm. is fantastic. Well, I and I just want to say I appreciate that. Now, we've also had a market watch story. Mm-hmm. Tech Hub, mm-hmm. Fairfax County, we have a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. We need a lot of affordable housing. How are we working around driving up the affordable housing? That's on my end. Mm-hmm. But you have the jobs. How's that going? Well, right now the jobs are plentiful. I mean, we have, <laughs> we have, we've, we've, we've really exploded in terms of job openings. If uh, I always roll back to when I got, I got here, August 2019. In August 2019, there were 15,000 job openings in Fairfax. That's correct. Right now, there are almost 70,000 job openings in Fairfax. That's just in tech. That's in Fairfax. No, that's that's in all industries. In all industries, uh, okay. 70,000. In all of Northern Virginia, there are 123,000 openings. Mm-hmm. And that number was around 45,000. Right. Um, and so we are, we've been growing. And what's happened is, um, the I would say the country has become aware that we have um, tech talent here, um, and we have tech talent available, um, and it's innovative tech talent. Mm-hmm. And part of the you know part of that transformation obviously was getting um, Amazon into Northern Virginia. But what Amazon did was it kind of gave a kind of a open door or like an awareness moment, an aha moment uh, for folks around the country that there is a really growing strong technology environment here, and the companies here. Um, which we're very fortunate to have. A lot of them are government contracting companies. Yes, they are. Um, and they have been transitioning from that into a lot of private commercialization. So they're evolving, and that's really created, that's made us the hottest job market in the country for tech workers. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, uh, I got in, I wouldn't say trouble, but I've said a couple comments in the post about us um, changing how we do business from an economic development standpoint. And I remember you calling me and said, that's a pretty good article, but, you know, there's some things that we are still working on, and then COVID hits. Mm-hmm. And during that time, during COVID, you and I talked a lot about the diversification 
of what we have and transitioning into something other than the sister city of Amazon, mm-hmm. right? So within Fairfax County government, we don't have servers in our office. We're all in the cloud computing. We're looking at venture capitalism. We're looking at founding far, um, the, 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 um, the Founders Fund with Rebecca Maldry. I almost said Rebecca Makeley <laughs> out here with our podcast. She's running the podcast. Sorry, Rebecca Maldry. So we, we have Rebecca Maldry working with you and your team. We have Alex Imes in your office looking at properties throughout Fairfax County that potentially that we could help reinvest um, and do things in a different way. Why don't you give us a quick overview of the conversations that you and I have had just about changing how we do what we have been doing. Prior to you, it was big box. Mm -hmm. Now, as we mentioned, emerging tech, Mm -hmm. we've said our founders fund, Mm -hmm. we've said We've had ARPA funds. Mm-hmm. We've brought back Hilton. Mm-hmm. We brought back Clark. Clark mm-hmm. is construction. Hilton is hospitality. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Tech Hub, how we're touching all of the industries as opposed to just looking for that big, shiny penny. Because, you know, I love Amazon being here, mm. <laughs> but, but they're not spinning up as fast as, no, they're not. as they were supposedly going to spin up. And what we did is we went to the companies that were to support Amazon as opposed to Amazon. Mm -hmm. And I think we've done an excellent job, excellent Mm -hmm. job Mm -hmm. of trying to get those companies here. And obviously, data centers, reuse of buildings. We've done a pretty good job keeping pace. Mm -hmm. I just need to figure out, with you, of course, how we spin to accelerate our pace. Mm -hmm. Well, I will, let me just begin with uh, with the what happened at, at COVID because I think that's really important. One of the things that that, that the county did was invested um, in in small businesses. They really focused on saving a lot of businesses. Actually, I mean, you invested fifty two million dollars in really saving um, a bunch of businesses that would have gone out of business. Well, the board of supervisors yeah. invested. Yes, I mean, I, I got to give credit where yes. credit's due. Absolutely, absolutely. This board has been very good. Chairman Jeff McKay, Mm -hmm. John Faust, who's leaving us Mm -hmm. as the EIC, Economic Mm -hmm. Initiatives um, Coordinator. I mean, the campaign that we have put forward has been incredible. But the support of land development with Kathy Smith has been part and parcel of the whole, as well as everything else that's going on. So I just want to make sure I give the kudos to where they are. It ain't... They lead, we mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. You know that. You know how the give and take is. Right. I'm a point guard. I just mm-hmm. dish the rock. Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so the so that so the the board of supervisors and and listen, your team. I mean, Rebecca Muldry and her team really reached deep um, to get the money to the right companies Absolutely. Um, that had the greatest need. Um, women-owned, veteran-owned, uh, minority-owned companies in our jurisdiction, and then followed that with a pivot grant. Another $16 million yeah. to nonprofits, right. to arts. And that was, that's all been part of building that base that you're talking about, that diverse base that supports uh, the companies that are, that are here, that, that are in the trade economy, that bring the capital here. Because people are here and they want to have experiences while they're here. But I think the really um, interesting part is that the collaboration that we've created that wasn't there before. Correct. And I think that's been really essential to, uh, to, the, to the success of not just the county, but also the whole region. I mean, if you look at if you look at us compared to other regions right now, we certainly, you know, 
they, they envy us right now. I mean, they, they just absolutely do. And one of the reasons, as you mentioned, our data centers, you know, we have the largest, um, you know, agglomeration of data centers on the planet, right. um, over 400 million megawatts in northern, uh, 400 um, megawatts in northern Virginia. And part of that is in Fairfax County, but the majority of that is in Loudoun County. That's but we benefit from that. We do. Um, we've gotten a lot of talent uh, coming out of our Northern Virginia Community College through certification mm-hmm. programs and helping people enter industries and actually change their their lot in life, right. you know, able to transition from, you know, maybe, you know, a construction worker uh, to a tech worker. Um, a lot of this um, is as a result of the cloud industry and, and them developing certification programs for them. But I think that that, that whole diversification process is an evolving process. The, the, found, the, fu- the Founders Fund, that that money is going to go a long way yeah. in matching other venture capital money that's to right. help grow our small businesses. And I think that's really the key, making sure that we are constantly focused on the next innovation. Because if you stop innovating, you, you really lose ground. Exactly. You know, you, you try to continue to move forward, not look behind. Right. And this is why we've tried to use not tried. This is why we went forward with the strategic plan for Fairfax County. It's the first ever strategic plan. It's got 10 overarching goals. The goals and the concepts are trying to be more strategic and less transactional. Mm -hmm. And once we become less transactional, we can understand one Fairfax. Mm -hmm. And how do we develop access and equity for all through our economic engines in Northern Virginia, in Fairfax County? And you have been a great proponent and, and, and a brother in arms trying to help me talk about the strategic plan, talk about one Fairfax, talk about our economic diversification. And this is a time where we need to be different. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if we're going to be the same and you expect a different result, it's not going to happen. So I want to give you and your team credit for helping us move forward into the overarching way of bringing equity into our decision-making. And equity in is growing, and the innovation eco- ecosystems in Fairfax County are about you, and it's about your team, and we thank you for that. When you look at Fairfax County in 2030, what do you see? And I know that's a yeah. question. That's a good uh, question. And, 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 you know, I try to, 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 to get questions that are like somewhat thought provoking because I'm always trying. My problem is I don't communicate well. You know why? I think Be- you've been communicating. Well, well, I mean, I've been told this. I'm already think I'm already on step six and I forget that steps two and five need to be identified because I'm thinking everybody can get there. Mm-hmm. And that's my fault. So I got to work on that. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm looking at 2030 right. and 2032. Um, I want to make sure that when you and I leave Fairfax County, we leave with a smile on our face. <laughs> Yeah we, yeah, we were part of that. We were part of that. We we're part of that. We did pretty good there. Ooh, that wasn't so good. We just, let me tell you what we can do to change that. So 2030, what do you see? Well, let's, let's remember that we developed jointly the recovery strategy for the mm-hmm. county. Right. And I think that that was a great move because I think that set the groundwork for where we needed to put our focus strategically. And I see in, hey, I mean, 2030, I see us just a... Um, really the envy of the country um, in terms of where our economy is, not just for um, not just for women, not just for men, not just for veterans, not just for people of color, but for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really um, going to be the hallmark. And, and even right now, if you look at um, the growth of our, our companies, 
a lot of it has to do with the diversification of our population itself. Absolutely. We're bringing in diverse minds, new ideas, different cultures, and I think all of that is going to turn us into a place where, I mean, listen, they, they're going to be they're going to be talking about Northern Virginia, not Silicon Valley. Well, we 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 do believe that. Um, we're we're hearing that now. Obviously, when you run down. Um, the toll road, you see Google and Microsoft on, on the signs. That is a testament. I remember when Microsoft was talking to us and you called me up and said, I need you to do a couple things for me. Thank you. Um, appreciate your no, help. <laughs> I, no, I, I appreciate you calling me. And, you know, it's about that collaboration and that partnership and that strategic visioning to move forward, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we work with, say, the District of Columbia and Maryland? You have the economic group here in Northern Virginia, mm -hmm. but how does that infiltrate into Maryland and D.C.? Yeah. You, you know, right around the, the, the time that we were, um, I guess it was about four or five months before COVID hit, we had started a, an alliance, as you mm -hmm. were just mentioning, of the 10 jurisdictions in Northern Virginia. And we managed to work together very well for the last, you know, three plus years. But during that time, there's also another group called Connected DMV, which is working with 22 jurisdictions. And that involves you, that involves the, the Board of Supervisors. I know, I remember Supervisor Faust was serving on that group for a while and, and also the chair, Chairman McKay. So the, those, those jurisdictions, we all have something in, in common. If we lose, if they lose, we lose, we, we lose eventually. Yeah, yeah. So we have to help them mm -hmm. win. So I think part of the, the, the strategy has been to figure out the things that we can do together where we can compete for the region and things that we can do apart where we're competing for ourselves. Correct. Co-opetition. Yeah. Um, and I think... Wait a say that word again? Co-opetition. Cooperation and competition. You know, that's a sniglet. <laughs> that's, that, you're going to use that one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, co-opetition. I, I don't think I can say that three times fast, but we're going to figure that one out. I think we're going to get Bob DeMarker, our project, our, our, our engineer, to write that down for me so I can see how that's even spelled. That's a good one. I love it. And, and, what, it, and, and what, what we found is that through something like, I mean, just think of the new industries that we're, we're promoting right now, quantum. Hydrogen. Yeah, yeah. Um, we did the first Quantum World Congress together in Washington, D.C. Right. Had over 700 um, attendees. A third of them were investors. A third were government people and researchers. And a third of them were um, government officials from foreign countries. Yes. We had over, uh, I think, 18 countries represented. Now we're going to have the next one here in Fairfax County That's uh, right. at the Cap One Center. That's right. Um, we're expecting about 1,400 attendees um, and a series of Nobel laureates, great content speakers. But it's really all about the use case in defense for quantum? Well, it's interesting when you say quantum because, you know, coming from the School of Engineering at the University of Maryland, mm. and they have a great president, Daryl Pines, yeah. and we have George Mason and Dr. Greg Washington. Quantum analytics is key. AI is mm. key to mm. our moving forward. Power BI is mm. key to us moving forward. When we're looking for job seekers that can support those types of high analytic types of organizations, how are we able to help provide the support to our, to our, to our businesses that want to come in? What, mm -hmm. what do we have in place to help them fill these jobs? Because like you said, we have 100,000 plus jobs opening, uh, 71,000 if I'm not mistaken in Northern Virginia, just in mm -hmm. tech, mm -hmm. 40,000 plus here in Fairfax. We're building as many homes as we can, <laughs> affordable. People say our de our population is declining. Yeah, but I'm still building. So I'm, you know, there's, a, ju there's a juxtaposition there of some sort. It's not quid pro quo. So t 
tell us how you're helping um, fill some of these jobs and what the county can do to help support you and your team to, to move forward. Well, first phase, the county started um, your support over three years ago with um, the, the talent initiative. Okay. We did research and then we started this, created a digital hub. Um, we now get about 60,000 hits <clears throat> on that hub every day and about 6,000 of those punch through to our companies. We do virtual career fairs and last year we've served about 6,000 veterans mm-hmm. um, that are in transition. Um, we actually have a veteran on staff who goes to camp um, um, to Fort Belvoir every week uh, to talk to a group of, uh, of, of individuals transitioning out. So we really are focusing on reaching, this is how we want to do it, 10,000 kids from K through 12, 10,000 undergraduates to PhD, and 10,000 people in, in, in the workplace and helping them all transition into these jobs. And this has been a great support to our companies. They love it. Um, we've worked with over 500 companies. We work with over 1,000 recruiters. Wow. I couldn't say that three years ago. Yeah. We work with yeah. over 100 universities now, 40 of them historically black colleges. I could not say that three years ago. Yeah. But because of the support of the county um, and because of your desire to do innovative things, um, we've been able to help our companies and help our people. Well, I want to ask you to do me a huge favor. So when I'm speaking, mm-hmm. you need to tell me every time that I go from one to seven, mm-hmm. psst, Brian, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> I appreciate that because you do tell me that in my ear sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, Victor, I got to slow that down a little bit. But I'm thinking that I'm great, grateful that we're working with the military. We're working with military spouses, people with disabilities. We're working with all areas of Fairfax County, mm-hmm. all areas. And that's a testament to the great things that we do here. This is a large organization, right? We have a we have 1.2 million people yeah. in Fairfax County, almost 200,000 in our school districts. And whenever we have a business come in, you bring them to Fairfax County Public Schools to show them what type of educational system we have. And then we bring them to Northern Virginia Community College. And then we bring them to George Mason. And then we say you also have George Washington, University of Maryland, and all the other institutions around us. So we are ripe to bring business here. If there's one thing you could ask me to see how we can up the ante on, what would that be? You know, honestly, I think the greatest support could be the the K through 12, because that is an area that we have not, you know, pushed into. You only have so many staff people and to get into that area, it's going to take a lot of coordination mm-hmm. because schools, K through 12, very different yeah. from working with the universities, yeah, very different from working with, you know, adults in the private sector. And, and, and we want to uh, actually we've already spoken to the superintendent about the idea. There's a group called um, Think Big for Kids, mm-hmm. um, and it's all about um, uh, awareness of, of careers. Okay. And we're working with that organization, actually, and the, and the school district to figure out how do we get our companies to actually become part of this, introducing their technologies awesome. yeah. to these kids yeah. and, and at a level that they can understand and, and that's fun for kids. Yeah. So I went to a small liberal arts college in upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Um, they are coming here mm-hmm. for Purple Cities. Tomorrow night I'm speaking to 30 um, emerging young people. Mm-hmm. The Economics Club is coming, I believe, in April. Mm-hmm. And I would ask if I can get maybe, you know, 30 minutes of your time to come talk to them as well. Sure. I don't, I, I, I have an hour and a half slot. I don't, I can speak for an hour and a half to them. <laughs> it's a great time. But I think what needs to happen is we all collectively, as we age gracefully, mm-hmm. need to showcase what they can do and what is beyond 
into their future. So my, my, my first thing is whenever I speak to these young people, when you go to college, you got four years to get out, maybe five like me <laughs> or six. That's all right. But that really sets up the next 45 because kids don't realize 22 plus 45 is 67. You had a half, you're at Social Security. <laughs> That's you know right. That's right. So what you do in those four years is going to project you forward into the future. Mm-hmm. And we, Fairfax County, we need to figure out, in my view, how we can bring these young people here. Arlington's a cool place to live. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I was 22, mm-hmm. yeah, I probably would have lived there, but I'm not 22. We need to figure out those types of things. And with all the things you and your team have been doing, you're making it a little bit easier for us to get, be able to go out and touch these folks and say, we need you to live here. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in a townhome community. I, I could, let me tell you, I can go shopping. I can have dinner. I don't need to drive my car mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. The, car is not, the car is not needed mm-hmm. until I go to work. Mm-hmm. And people talk about my traffic. There's too much traffic in Northern Virginia. It takes me 15 minutes to get to work. And I live at the opposite end of the county to the government mm-hmm. center, which is centrally located. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I can go from, if you know the roads, mm-hmm. I can go from the Sully District all the way down to the Mason District <laughs> in Mount Vernon in 20 minutes. I'm never going to tell folks that <laughs> who don't live here. <laughs> right. I'll send them a 95. <laughs> yeah, they're all gathering there. Yeah. So yeah. when I talk to people, when I talk to businesses, they talk about the traffic. Mm-hmm. I said the traffic is really on the highways. Mm-hmm. If you know how it not is. to drive the yeah. highway, yeah. we want the re- we want visitors on our highways mm-hmm. because they have to pay the toll roads. Mm-hmm. We got to pay for them, right? Yep. <laughs> okay. So before we close, mm-hmm. UConn, Miami. Mm-hmm. Pick one. <laughs> Man. Come on now. Well, UConn. You going to pick UConn? Yeah. There's a little story about the UConn coach. <laughs> when I was a young fledgling coach, uh-huh. Immaculate Conception High School played St. Anthony's in 1991. Danny Hurley was the point guard. He only dropped 35 they won the game, but my guys won the fight. Uh. <laughs> we did not let them leave that gym happy. They, they went home cold. There was no – the windows were broken in their butt. No, I'm just teasing you. But he's a, he's a great coach. All right. You, uh, I think it's Florida Atlantic University out of nowhere mm. versus – now, let me get this right. San Diego State University. I know. I right, know. and I have to go. Listen, I I, I, I transplanted here from California, <laughs> but I'm I'm saying I'm saying this Florida team is a, is a, is a beautiful. It, it's that's a that's a beautiful team, man. Yeah. Well, you know, so you're picking. I'm picking Florida. All right. So you know, Chris Leonard is our deputy county executive for Health and Human Services, mm-hmm. and he likes the fact that. He wants Boca versus Coral Gables. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how could you be upset living in Boca, right? I mean, seriously. Yeah. All right. So I, 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 I'm going to go UConn. Hmm. That's a good question. San Diego, they're good, but no, I'm a, I don't uh, think they really want it as much. This at this point, man, I think it's want to. They want it. They want it so badly. All right. Well, you heard it here first from Victor Hawkins. If you're a betting guys and you're on that, all those bet because we have so many betting uh, opportunities. So you're saying UConn? No, I'm not enough for anybody's wager. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Victor, I thank you so much for for doing the inaugural uh, Connect with County Leaders on our podcast. You are 
a absolute pillar in this community. And I thank you for being able to take some time out to talk with us. Thanks for listening and look forward to joining you again next month when I talk with another Fairfax County leader. And Victor, thank you so much for this opportunity. And we will see you next month, everybody. Thank you so much. This has been the Connect with County Leaders podcast with Fairfax County Executive Brian Hill. To listen to other great Fairfax County podcasts, visit fairfaxcounty.gov podcasts. And for additional audio content, tune in to Fairfax County Government Radio at fairfaxcounty.gov radio. For more Fairfax County news and information, visit News Center online at fairfaxcounty.gov news. The Connect with County Leaders podcast is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.